0: Good afternoon, I'm Al Presta. Today we have the Feast of the Visitation, and it's it really is a, a great feast. The Feast of the Visitation represents uh, Mary's presentation uh, of herself to Elizabeth, and of course what that means is the first, uh, you might say, the first acquaintance uh, between Uh, Jesus in the womb, and John the Baptist in the womb. With me to talk about the Feast of the Visitation right now and Mary as Ark of the New Covenant, Steve Ray. Steve, you know, as uh, a pilgrimage leader to the Holy Land, uh, Rome, uh, Poland, other sites... He's a convert to the Catholic faith back in 1994 when he authored the book crossing the Tiber. He's written widely since he's also been a host and producer of the, uh, award-winning series footprints of God DVD. It's still available. Excellent catechetical, uh, tool. Um, he's been to the Holy land, uh, over 180 times, uh, and he's continuing to develop Bible studies. Just finished a commentary on the book of Genesis and, uh, Say a whole lot more about you, but I'll stop there. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to believe
1: you're talking about. Me I know. Now. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: so much time has passed. Well, thanks for being here again, and I love talking with you about the visitation because I know you've done a lot of work on the idea of the arc, Mary's Ark of the Covenant, and um, on the face of it, that doesn't immediately hit people. No. So, so and yet it. For me, uh, in fact, you, you'll like you'll like this story. You know, there were I left the pastorate and was trying to decide where I'd be going. I, I thought I'd be Catholic, but wasn't sure. My Orthodox might do this, but it was recognizing in the Catholic Church's uh, understanding of Mary as Ark of the Covenant that all this stuff came together, and I realized that the while. Well, Non-Catholic Christians often use typologies from the Bible. The Catholic Church thinks typologically, and that's the way the apostles thought. So recognizing Mary's Ark of the Covenant really was kind of the last push in my life to finally say to Sal, I said, I think it's settled. You know, we're going to become Catholic. But let's talk
1: about that. Um, Typology is what? It is things in the Old Testament, people, places, things, or events that prefigure something that's in the New Covenant with Jesus. So, for example, going through the Red Sea with Moses, it says that he went and there was over their head a cloud, Mm -hmm. and... So Paul says that as you were baptized in the cloud and in the sea, that's water and spirit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As you were baptized into Moses in the cloud and the sea, so now you've been baptized into Christ. So in other words, Paul is saying that going through the Red Sea with having the cloud over it, that's a picture or a prefiguration. It's something that's pointing forward to what's going to happen in Christ. Yeah. Water yeah. baptism. Jesus went through the water of the Jordan and the dove came down. And and those many, many things like that. For example, a simple one is the Passover. Over lamb is a prefiguration, coming sacrifice of Christ, and so the, the typology is just a fancy word, and that, the, the fulfillment is called the antitype. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't prefer the it, terminology. No, it right. takes so, a lot of explanation, yeah, and, it, and it confuses. The language people. is weird. Right? If you just say that there's something in the Old Testament which is a picture. Of what's going to happen in the New Testament, so when the New Testament thing happens, you already have a picture of it from the Old Testament,
0: and, and that picture turns out to be more glorious, and more effective, yes, right, right than, than the, the original type exactly, itself. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, the yeah. manna
1: coming down in the wilderness is a type of the Eucharist. Well, Jesus coming down and needing His body and blood is a whole lot more exciting than the manna. Coming That's right, down and powerful as well. Exactly. So we have this, uh, but people don't understand the typology of the ark whenever you say ark people right away think of noah in this big boat you know this this thing going on right and I, but i have to say al that like you that was a linchpin for me i learned more about mary from the old testament than i did from the new testament there's mm-hmm. not a lot about mary in the new testament which is one of the reasons protestants are leery of mary and the catholic right. teaching because in the new testament there's not a lot about mary and um but I learned that there is a lot about Mary if you know how to read the scriptures deeply. Yeah. I like typology, too, but we were leery of it. Mm-hmm. We were kind of afraid of it. We saw Paul using allegory and saying that Sarah is Mount Zion and Hagar is Mount Sinai, where this the, the free and the and this enslaved. We saw Paul doing it, but we were, well, Paul can do that. Paul can but, get away with it. Yeah, this, but. but I'm, I'm not going to be getting stepping out on this thin ice. <laughs> right, you know? right. But as Catholics, I like the way you said it, that we, the church thinks typologically. Yeah. Yeah. But I think the Bible is typological. It presents it that way. So let's talk about Mary. She's on her way, walking 90 to 100 miles in her little bare feet, 15-year-old, to Ein Karim, which is a, a city, a village outside of Jerusalem. It was like the country dwelling of the rich folks, the priests, the high mm-hmm. priests, mm-hmm. and she, when she's there, it says she goes into the hill country of Judea, and Elizabeth says, Who am I that the mother of my Lord should come to me? John the Baptist leaps in her womb. She's there for 30 days, and everybody is blessed. The word blessed is used twice or more times there. So now when I'm taking people there and I'm standing in this location, I ask people in the group, now that I've said those things to you, how many of you immediately think of Second Samuel chapter six in the Old Testament? <laughs> and everybody's like they're like a deer in the headlights. <laughs> uh, what? Second, Second Samuel what? I don't even know where that is in the Bible, you know? Uh, well, then I say, well, before I tell you the answer to that, I'm going to back up a little bit when the angel came to Mary in Nazareth and said you're going to give birth to a child, and it's going to come about by the Holy Spirit overshadowing you. How many of you immediately thought of Exodus chapter 40 in the Old Testament? (laughs) Nobody, well, I don't know. Once in a while, I get somebody to raise their hand because they're all excited. They've learned apologetics. They've learned some apologetics, (laughs) They've learned some of Well, in Exodus, the Ark of the Covenant, Moses builds this box. It's just a simple box, four Mm -hmm. feet long, two and a half, two and a half feet. And it's made of gold, though, the purest of gold. And from the time he made it, That it was the most sacred element of Jewish life. Nobody could even touch it. In fact, one time somebody touched it and they dropped down dead because they weren't clean and yeah. purified to the point of doing it. A man named Uzzah, by the way. And he did, did a good thing. He was he, trying to keep it from falling off yeah, an ox cart. Yeah. But it, boom, he dropped dead. And David was afraid of the ark. Now Moses made this ark and he put in it, according to the book of Hebrews, I think it's not chapter 9, verse 4, he put in there the tablets of stone, the word of God inscribed in stone. He put mm-hmm. in there manna, an urn of manna from the wilderness. It never spoiled. It. it was just there. You know, it was a miracle. And he put in a stick called the rod which proved the priesthood of Aaron. So those three things are in the ark. Now, when no when no, when Moses finished making the ark, it says that the holy spirit of God overshadowed the ark. Interesting. And that word I think is only used those two places in the Bible. Yeah. And e- I,
0: Epischiazo, is was that it? I think you're right. I think yeah. you're
1: correct. Yeah. And Mary, she knows her Bible. So when she, they said that you're going to have the king of Israel in your womb, and it's going to come about by the Holy Spirit overshadowing you, I think Mary said, oh, my goodness, I know that language. Yeah. So the the Holy Spirit, the Shekinah glory of God is going to overshadow me like it did the Ark of the Covenant. And in the Ark of the – oh, and then I bring people back to, uh, to – to, to, yeah, to the visitation Now, when she's on her way to the visitation And later to Bethlehem What is in her womb? Mary has in her womb the Word of God inscribed <laughs> yeah. not in stone, but the Word of God inscribed in flesh. Right. She has in her womb not manna from the wilderness, but something much more glorious. She has the bread of life come down from heaven, which right. is Jesus Christ. And she has not in her womb a stick which proves the priesthood. In her womb is
0: the priest. Is the priest himself. So he, right. She
1: is the Ark of the New Covenant yeah. with those things in her. And I think she realizes it, that they got there, because of the overshadowing, just like the overshadowing in the Old Testament. Now, funny thing is, is I was in Israel one time, down at the foot of Jerusalem, all the way down to the Mount, uh, to... Jordan Valley and there used to be a big Protestant it's gone now where they had rebuilt the Ark of the Covenant and the whole um, tabernacle with the with the walls of the of k- curtains and the uh, the laver and the everything and we stopped in there and I was talking to the guy one time and I said did you ever, just he had a beautiful Ark of the Covenant I mean it's gorgeous the golden angels above it and I said, Do you, have you ever heard about how Mary – this this is a picture of Mary? He said, what are you talking about? Yeah. And I explained this, what we're talking about, to this Protestant who had built this whole thing. And he said, I have never heard that before. <laughs> never did I hear that. Tell me more. I had a great time with him. But anyway, back to Second Samuel chapter 6. David gets the Ark of the Covenant back from the Philistines. They stole it. So he brings the Ark of the Covenant, this gold box. They put it on an ox cart. It tips and starts to fall. Uzzah reaches out and tries to steady it, and he drops dead. Boom! You don't touch a holy thing. Gives us a little information about Mary, too, if she's the Ark of the Covenant, how we should view her. But what happens is the Ark of the Covenant, David takes it into the hill country of Judea. David dances in front of the Ark, David says, Who am I that the Ark of the Lord should come to me? He leaves the Ark of the Covenant in the hill country for three months, and it says everybody in the house of Obed-Edom, where he left it, was blessed. <laughs> now, everybody out there listening should be ding, 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 if you haven't heard this before. The light should go off because David brings the Ark of the Covenant into the hill country. Mary goes into the hill country yep. of Judea. Yep. David dances in front of the ark. John the Baptist dances in front of the new ark. David said, who am I – Who am I that the ark of the Lord should come to me? Transpose the words, and Elizabeth said, Who am I that the mother of the Lord should come to me? Right. And it says that David left the ark there for three months. Luke specifically tells us Mary stayed for three months. Yeah. And in both places, everyone was blessed. This patterning of history is just incredible. Yes. And then I say to people, do you think that that was by chance – Do you think Luke wrote that by chance? And even if Luke didn't understand it, the Holy Spirit overshadowed Luke, (laughs) too, to write it that way. But I do really think that Luke knew his Old Testament, even though he was a Gentile, the only Gentile writer of the Bible, by the way, the uncircumcised. And yet he seemed to know the Old Testament so well that he could tell the story. But, you know, I think what might have happened there, Al, I think Mary told him the story. Yeah, And Mary understood I, about who she was based yes. on the Old Testament. Yes, I agree. And I, so Luke must have just sat there with his Gentile mouth open going, oh, that's amazing, Mary. I've got to tell the story so that other people will see that you're the Ark of the Covenant. We've got about 30 seconds. That's oh, my all we've got goodness, left. that went fast. <laughs> well, so, then let's take it right to the book of Revelation, because in the book of Revelation, Mary is there as the Queen of Heaven. And people say that you worship Mary. No, we don't. We respect and venerate Mary. What was Mary? She's the Ark of the Covenant. We respect her and love love her, but what do we worship? The glory cloud above her, Jesus in her arms. That's what we worship.
0: And by the way, the Ark of the Covenant shows up right there. It does. In that same passage of the book of Revelation in which Mary is presented. It's amazing, the connection. Steve, thanks. You're welcome, Al. Always fun. Happy Memorial
1: Day and visitation.
0: To you as well. I'm Al Cresta. We'll be right back.